This episode of Strange Assembly is brought to you by www.l5rsearch.com. L5rsearch.com is a comprehensive online L5R card database with tools to assist in optimizing your decks, proxying cards, or simply finding out about unusual cards. Once you know what you need, www.l5rshop.com puts cards in your hands quickly and economically. I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly, Episode 52, Refrigerator, Part 4. And yes, it's the last one. This is Strange Assembly, a podcast about card games, board games, and role-playing games with a focus on the Legend of the Five Rings universe. You can download additional episodes of this podcast via iTunes or on our website, www.strangeassembly.com. While you're there, you can check out our main page or stop in and say hi on the forums. You can also follow those main page updates on Facebook or Twitter. Any comments or criticisms can be directed to Chris at strangeassembly.com. Enjoy the show. Okay, so we're on to Lion, so I think it's time to do another uh, Trevor impression. <laughs> what Lion? Next clan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trash. Let's see, we've got Itoku. Lion does not play with rings, so this is not really a Lion clan card, even but though it says, says it is. But he says Lion. Yes, and it says Paragon, and it says Tactician 2, and he's a 4 force He's for a six. Paragon? Yes. Yes. Which makes him better than... Oh well, no, because he's no—he's effectively eight. So, but yeah, no, you—you you can look at him, Kevin. But we're Thank done you. with him. Uh, yes. We've got Celestial Sword of the Lion, which they're also totally not playing with. No, uh, <laughs> it's way too expensive and but, well, yeah, pretty much yeah. You know, just the battle to create this, but at least the spud sticks around after the fight. Yeah. Let's see. So tacticians, why not? Their sensei isn't specifically tactician, but he actually is a tactician. But he, he hands out force bonuses every time you take a tactical action, a Bushido Virtue action, or a terrain. <laughs> so he can hand out a lot, uh, you know, a pretty decent amount of force, but Lion's actually got a lot of guys that have efficient force yeah. for yeah. their gold already, and I don't think that's really what you're looking for. I mean, he's Unless you're tacticians well, and can at least use his... He's going to be like, what, maybe three, four force a turn, maybe? Well, for tacticians, he basically... Increase the f- focus value of all your cards by one. Effectively, well, if you when, actually you're, tack, when you're tacking. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he can hand others, it out to anybody, yeah. and it's a trade. And so he, he right. does, it's not like Kobe where she just keeps pumping herself. Right. I can see one showing up in the tactician deck, but the yes. other deck's not. I don't think the other one. Because, I mean, you're going to get, what, tops two terrains? Yeah. Tacticians get Shrine to Nimero, which they're going to play with. Mostly a three for three, and... It's totally worth bowing many of your little cheap tacticians to uh, zero, to zero out the force. For example, Akoto Uehara, who is one force, mostly, unless he's fighting with the Phoenix, <clears throat> and, sure. and, and is being built for a limited ability anyway, so he would be fantastic to bow to pretty much anything during <laughs> your limited phase. And draw an extra game card. But the... Best tactician in this set is Roku. 
Oh, yeah, the monk. Yeah. Yeah, so for a Lion Clan player, he's you're paying hard six gold, so it's like an eight force, eight gold in clan guy. He's five force, and he moves in and straightens his unit as a reaction. Shut up. Yep. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, so if Lion were actually playing a tactician deck, he would totally go in it. But Lion aren't going to play a tactician deck. They're going to keep on playing Paragons out of it. He'll totally go in my Phoenix Muck deck, though. There's a reasonable number of these where yeah, you can look at the dragon monks and be like, yeah, this is much better than the terrible, terrible in-clan personalities <laughs> I've been handed. Unfortunately, I, I don't... What, there were four of the seven Sohei in here, maybe? Mm-hmm. None of the seven Sohei won by dragon. Plus one force. Yeah, well, yeah, some of them it matters more, some of it matters yes. Yeah, a lot of them are, are plus one force, which... Yeah, it really comes down to what is the ability. Does it make the guy worth playing? The extra one force is not going to matter if the guy isn't worth playing. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's not a huge deal that you yeah. don't have one of them. No. But that deck can use all the help. True. There's also Tactical Trap, which is worse out of Lion than the Unicorn, because they don't even have the reason to leave the guy home. So, Scouts. Lion Scouts have been non-existent, so they can only get better. And I think that their new stronghold is a great, great start because it's a much, I think, it's a much better design than the old stronghold because it actually makes you want to play with terrains. I, yeah. I like the old scout stronghold. I don't like the design of it because it says don't play with terrains in. No, you can, you can trash the terrain and put a new terrain out. Yes, yeah, but, but, why bother? but why? There's no incentive specifically to play. And the only incentive to play with terrains is, well, I have a free terrain but I have a personality who wants to blow up the terrain to use her ability. I mean, you can play with terrains, but anybody can play with terrains. This, on the other hand, has a trait to stop you from getting clogged from having too many terrains, and it's card draw. Yeah, that's true. Card draw is some kind of good. Uh, I mean, it's, it's downside compared to the other scout boxes that it doesn't always give you recon, but the lion scouts are particularly dependent on that, so I think it's also great as a second design, because it you have the same theme, but you're going two really different ways with how you'd construct your, your fate deck. You're going to largely have the same yeah, dynasty deck now. I think now, it's probably the most so successful of the uh, reducer. I think, yeah, not even, not even close. Uh, the, the best, like, mesh design-wise. The unique guy that they got in here is the first of four Ekoma. Out of these six-line personalities, four of them are Ekoma. Represent! Uh, the only ones who aren't are... <laughs> Or are there seven lines? No, there's... No, there's seven. Okay, because they have the... Fixed, yeah. Uh, also, Toku. So, but four. Toku's not... Yes, neither is Roku. <laughs> uh, but Ikomashika, who's battle range four, mostly, unless you have an extra terrain, and then it's range six, discard your terrain drop. Uh, and with 5 force for 6, that's pretty fantastic. Out yep. of the new stronghold, doesn't really do much of anything out of the old stronghold, because you yep. aren't bothering to play with terrains. And then the other guy is, once you get the terrain out, he's arranged 5, all your other guys get Better out of the older one. stronghold? Yes, he is better out of the old. Because his problem out of the new one is, like, you have to play your terrain, and then hopefully that does something. A lot of the best terrains are great because they don't do anything right now, but you know, he may still get shellacked. But even if he gets bowed out, his traits still applies to your other ranged attack. Mm. Yeah. One of the problems I had with the sealed today, and hopefully you wouldn't have quite an issue when you construct the deck, but in sealed, you just had the tempo hit of, 
playing the terrain to activate right. your other abilities. And, and they had a lot of people on the deck that required Well, and you may not... Play. Well, there is Deep Snows, which is a reaction terrain. Which was great. Although it's kind of iffy, other than the fact that it's a reaction. Yeah. Because it's... It, 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 when you play it, it doesn't do anything, because the trait has already missed its timing point. So you can't play it to just bow someone as they're moving in. And then it's all kinds of hinky with the movement. I guess if you don't have any move in, it'll be like, well, worst case, I just react and put it down, and then you could probably. Draw a card. I mean, that's that that type of terrain is more is better for decks with cavalry. You, but it does it require a scout? No, no, no. no it's yeah, so you you could just play it down if you're playing like a unicorn or phoenix or any of the other decks with cavalry. Yeah, and then there's thick marsh, which I think is pretty exclusively limited to this. Yeah, deck. but it's, uh, it's, but it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. The big pretty goodness about it is that you can't know no fear. Yeah. <laughs> because it's being hit by the trait. And there's, we, or redirect it. There's nothing that redirects nope. or negates, I think, traits. That's why I can't yeah. stop this yeah. filthy all that will be The, all that the will only, be only thing that's unaffected by is Karachi. And then... We've talked about it earlier, but again, surrounded. You you do have the option of surrounded and scouting the pass for this, and you've got a decent number of ranged attacks in the lion scouts, depending on what exactly your build is. Certainly, these ones do. Uh, I don't know that this is going to jump lion scouts up to anything great because scout decks that don't get free followers every single attack so far haven't done much of anything. But it hopefully. Hopefully what Lion Scouts are getting or what Mantis Scouts are getting will take them out of laughable status. I mean, because they were just a joke prior to this. Yeah. And I don't... I mean, they're they're just aiming for mediocre now, but hopefully they can get out of total joke status. Maybe. Not that anyone will play them anyway, because you've got Paragons, Tactagons, and, on, and the Ancestor as better options already. Speaking of Paragons, there are a bunch of Ecoma Paragons a Comicido is a three-person honor blank paragon, so that's Pass. junk. Akoma Hikige, the Akoma Daimyo, is more interesting. I think he actually does have the four-person honor. He's got an above-box honor requirement, but hopefully they can get up to that. He's Cav. Nice. And his ability has two modes where you can either send someone home without restrictions, or you can give somebody else plus four force. So... You know, just jumping him up to an eight to sleaze a province as a cav, but I, I think that, you know, I think he would make it into Paragon decks. Yeah. And so I think that their military decks are still either going to be Paragons out of Shamate Keep or Tactagons out of uh, whatever that box. Oh, yeah, Eternal Vigilance AVG, Dojo. Yeah, AVD. Yeah, there we go. Their ancestors have actually been the deck that has won Kote for them because they've been much more consistent than I thought that they would be. I'm not really sure how Lion Tacticons hasn't managed to win any. Really? I believe so, no, yeah. I yeah. think all of their wins have been, been Ancestors. Oh, yeah. wow. Because that box can be... Well, that deck can be pretty fast. It, yeah, it, it's the only... Yeah, it's one of the... Yeah, that, that <laughs> and and it's been one of a couple of uh, non, non-rockety things. But yeah, it... There's just a lot of really good Ancestor action. The new personality that the Ancestors get this set is Kitsumiro, who I'm not too enthused about. She's 7 gold, and of course she works from home, and you bow her, and you just 
temporarily create. But it seems that very often that guy is just going to get, like, shooed home or jacked up. I mean, you'll gain we honor for jacking him up, but it seems like the sort of last thing that you do, or if you're somehow hosed on ancestors, you can throw one out there and just see if they randomly don't have anything to deal with it, so you can start activating other things. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's also someone that you, that you can sack to the box ability, and you know you're going to get them back off a fairly cheap person, but I think it's also the DT's probably realizing that you've got a whole bunch of permanent two-force guys, and then you start getting back into breeder type. Well, I think the problem is the, the tempo with using it with the box. It's not... I, I don't think it's an issue that the guy vanishes at the end of the turn. I think the issue is that... that you're creating it in the battle, you're so creating him they in the get battle. a chance to kill it. Yeah. True. And if you're I was thinking it was limited for some reason. No, 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 no. Of course, on the plus side, by creating it in the battle, you can deal with things like cavalry. Yeah, yeah. It'll actually give you a way to get in front, and at least they have to start playing something out of their hand right away. And like I said, I mean, worst case scenario, I mean, they may just send it home, but if they, even if they just shoot it in the face, at least you gain the honor. Yep. I know when I think of the respect with which the Lion Clan... <laughs> Treats their ancestors. Treats their ancestors. I think of just grabbing guys out of Yomi and shoving them in front of unicorn arrows. <laughs> I mean, that's probably how they died Uncle, in the first place this, anyway. Uncle, we need you to be a doormat. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I need a meat shield. We need Get our guests there. to feel welcome. Let and them kill you. Meat shield thing. Uh, they get to play with too much for mortals as well if they want, and then they get Sudden Guardian, which moves home an enemy personality and gains you one. I mean, you have to have an ancestor there, and it works from home like everything else that they do. So, I like it better than sheathing the sword because it's reusable. Yeah. So, does something, gains honor, always has potential. I don't know why ancestor honor wouldn't continue to have success, although the rise of good old dishonor... And den of iniquity. And yeah. with den of iniquity yeah. could and hurt they- them, especially since they have a harder time using... Like, randomly playing with Rugashi. Yeah. They only have the one guy. So, well, that's just, I guess, he's he's non-unique, though, so... He's not unique but he's also going to be a target for the Dishonor. Yeah. He's going to get harassed. <laughs> well... You, you a bad man. You bad, bad man. <laughs> what you going to do? Oh, that's right. Kill the dragonfly. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Always the answer. All right, now we're on to Dragon, which means instead of pretending to be Trevor, I can pretend to be me. Yay. Good luck. Yes. So Dragon Kensei have been terrible. Kensei are so bad. I cannot... When are they going to fix Kensei? <laughs> uh, okay, so Kensei are fantastic, and they get more stuff that's good in this, and the only reason it wouldn't get played is uh, because you already just have really great stuff. Yeah. Kuze, five force for eight. That's just a good place to start right there. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Bowing a guy for the heck of it. Not shabby. So I would like to think that she would like be an auto-include in a deck, but I've actually heard people suggest that, no, not worth it. If you don't want to pay the extra gold, bowing guys are, is not as good as force-stabbing them or destroying their attachments. And like I said, if that's that just means that you already have great options. Cause yes. That's a great option. Moving and unmoving... Uh, that's awesome. another one. Yeah, Secret Reserve. Okay, you're never going to play with that. We already talked about the item, so 
Dragon Kensei seems like it will continue to be quite nice after yeah. Embers of War. Not because it really got anything other than Games of Will, but just because it's already just really nice and yeah. doesn't seem like it's getting taken down. I do like Games of Will. Have I mentioned that I hate Game of Sincerity <laughs> when I play Kensei? I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Chris, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> yeah. I love me some games. <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, Dragon's other good deck has been Watchful Eye Dojo. We've already talked about a lot of the cards that this deck might use, like Gaining Advantage or Request Authorization. I don't think it's going to bother with Reckless Duel or Pronouncement of Guilt. Or no. probably Home Guard either, but I guess nope. that you know at least does something. But you get several personalities that can use it. The unique Katsuki Daisuke, who had fantastic flavor text before and had has pretty great flavor text now. I like the uh, apparently I like Katsuki or who you know are just in your face with with like no 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 we we know what we're talking about we know what we're doing and uh, we are going to duel you down yeah. if you try to screw with us. And his uh, ability is fantastic. Draw card, draw card, card, draw good. Yeah, who yeah. needs one honor from Harume when I can draw cards card, for yeah. free? <laughs> now, Katsuki Jackway. Why choose to do both? Jakui, I don't know how do I even pronounce this. Uh, sure. On the other hand, is a less impressive reaction to winning a duel. Like, he takes the favor, but I think I'm always going to rather take the honor mm. or take the card draw. Fantastic, cast him out, give him a crane. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't have the favor, his ability is Battle Bow a Guy, and if you do have the favor, it's Battle Bow a Guy, and you may pitch the favor to send him home. I'm actually not super excited about him, but the deck can be pretty shallow on what its personalities actively do. Yeah. Mm. So. At the end of the day, Battle Bow a Guy is not terrible. Yeah. For defense. Yeah. And then I think really, really wanting to actually win duels with Daisuke may make it less painful to run uh, Kitsuki uh, whatever the reprint of Yasu is uh, that forces them to accept the duel. The other, not a Kitsuki, but effectively a Kitsuki deck only card is Miramoto Hikaru. We touched on her briefly during the crane section. She lets you focus out your discard pile once per duel which you're probably trying to use to, to focus like the one thing that lets you gain two honor. Discovering yeah. conspiracy. When you, uh, yeah, so I, I mean, I think that's not bad. It's not something that you have a real need for right mm -hmm. now, but refocusing your decent focus effects, Sincerity of the Dragon actually does have a, a decent focus effect on it too. Discovering. Uh, yes, we already talked about that. I already mentioned that. Oh, well, I sorry. said the one that lets you gain two honor, so. And Watchful Eye Dojo... You're using that a lot. So, you know, there are some people who play with the strike. I think most people just strike, but there are some, or, well, most people maybe just refuse it. But, depending on what they have, Ageless out. Yep. But, or redirect it to Sanosuke and then refuse it. <laughs> or if you have that stupid, unique person that says, oh, did you, uh, did you bow? Okay, bow that person too. Yes. Yeah, that, the Tamori Ryu? Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, I hate the person. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, I like good personalities that are wearing yellow. Uh, if somebody is just like the crane, when if somebody is just trying to drain your deck out and turn off your duels, 
Moving forth, that lets you drag the process out. They get some decent extra stuff, especially Daisuke, but I don't know if there's really much upside, enough upside to this set for Kitsuki to move anywhere. I'm not saying they're going to drop down. They, they really pretty just have good. They options. really can't go anywhere but down. Which we can then move on to Tomori, who have done squat. You get Tomori Seiken, who I want to look at initially and be like, wow, that is fantastic. I mean, yeah, he's got an above-box honor requirement, but he's a four-gold cavalry chief guy. He's actually got three personal honors, so the Tomori aren't getting stuck with another two personal honor. And that is the kind of personality that I would usually adore seeing. Boxable oh, for three. Well, not, not only is it boxable, but he's got calves, so it gives yeah. me a little bit of extra defense against and that kind of jank. Four for three. Yeah, but... Kind of a box honor requirement. It's not that that I'd be so concerned about. It's that, theoretically, this deck is supposed to be trying to win battles. Mm. Yeah. So, I, I don't know what it... I, I don't know. I don't. It's not like Saken is going to somehow let it do a successful honor rocket. So, right. and it doesn't seem like he's also going to let it transition to successfully attacking, uh, winning battles. Although, again, it gives you a little extra juice against cavalry. Inescapable snare is pretty decent. Just open, bow a guy, gain two honor. If you're Earth. Well, yes. But, yeah. I mean, we're yeah. in the context of the Tomori deck, so yes. I shall assume you're in Earth. Earth. But Tomori is not going anywhere as a result of Embers of War. No. Uh, Dragon's Beth Castle may. <laughs> but not so much the Tamori. Uh, of course, the most tear offable of dragon themes so far has been the monks. They got a really great personality, so let's start there. Rikyu is fantastic. They need several more actual decent personalities to not have a deck full of awful junk. But he's a really, really nice start. Unfortunately, all of the applicable Kiho are these annoying things that require elemental stuff without any ability to play them effectively. There's Ride the Breeze, which doesn't do very much anyway. I mean, like, if you if your guy is not air, which he's not, because you've got one air monk, yes. it just sends someone home. Yuck. Pillar Tattoo, plus three force, unless my guy is and nothing else unless my guy is one of my terrible earth monks. And then it actually has that little extra janky kicker of bow a card without attachments. Now, if it was just plus three force and bow a, guy, bow a card without attachments, okay, that I could live with. But or even if it was flipped, if it was bow a guy without any attachments, earth gains three force. That no. would yeah, be and you're still... not going to want one temple No, you wouldn't want either one of those. It needs to just do both. Yeah. And there's no reason for it not to. I, I mean... I have no idea. Never Which mind. I was keyword say, I don't, you're supposed to no, use? No, I'm not supposed to use any keyword. I was going to say, I don't have any idea what their plan is for how this is supposed to work, but that's not really true. I don't think they have a plan. I don't think that there's a plan for how this random elemental keyword junk is supposed to work. I think they just went, you know what would be neat? If we had all these elemental keyword triggering things. The ones of these that have been good... And the ones that have been played are the ones that don't really care that much about the elemental keyword. Yeah. Like, one with the flame was one of these cards that was a little bit better. So it was balance and water. So it was, but it didn't. 
So, I mean, who cares? Because those cards were all good yeah. regardless of whether or not you had the keyword. Cards that are bad when you don't have the keyword are still just bad cards. They don't suddenly become good cards because every once in a while the card is going to be okay, or even half the time the card is going to be okay instead of bad. Yeah. Right, it needs to go... If it's starting bad, it needs to go to amazing, and you need to have some consistency in the switch. It can't be goes from bad to mediocre and have no consistency I mean, in that. I think the, the worst thing about this is that you don't really... Your option is to run out Temple of Elements, and you don't want to play that out of POV, because you need no. to run Colonial Harbor. Yes. I mean, and this is... It, it, it reminds me back of my little mini rant when we had the preview of Blade of Perfection, which was basically, if decks actually have to play with Blade of, Blade of Perfection, they're screwed, because... That basically means that you have one bad card, and then you're playing with a second bad card, Blade of Perfection, to try to make your first bad cards not bad. Yeah. And when you're building a deck like that, you're doomed. It's one thing to have a combo where you have decent things that enhance each other, or a combo where you have two things that aren't that great separately that combine together to win you the game. I mean, hello, Illusions Donate. But... Uh, Bad card plus bad card to equal bad card plus mediocre card is a recipe for disaster, which is what you're doing when you're playing these cards like this with Temple to the Elements. Mm. Yeah. And I think the reason I was so, like, and I felt kind of bad because Pillar Tattoo and Ride the Breeze were, were like two of the four, and the Temple of the Elements was another one of the the Strange Assembly preview cards. And I, got, I felt so bad when I, I got pillar tattoo and ride the breeze because my first reaction was was actually to be pissed off because it was you know it, it can be hard to judge the power level of things sometimes exactly how good it is exactly how hard it is how good is honor versus stoner but there are some times when you can just look at a straightforward military deck and know that it's terrible because it has doesn't have good actions and it doesn't have good people yeah and the tagashi were clearly terrible coming out of Emperor Edition, and I, it was just very frustrating to see a theme that was clearly a theme that needed help, instead getting more mediocre stuff mm. coming out of it, I, uh, I don't know, mediocre at best stuff, I don't know, Deadly Discipline, on the other hand, at least you can see that, oh yes, there is some sort of scenario where I would want to play with this, although... It, it, and it's the fire token sub thing because of course dragon monks have two sort of non-functional <laughs> sub themes random elemental keywords and then fire token stuff but that's actually when you get to use deadly discipline it's actually good because it's like cast aside the week for fire tokens right mm. yeah so now i only have one good fire token personality out of the three fire token personalities i have but at least i do have three fire token personalities and I do have a real effect, and it has an optional effect to toss on fire tokens. But I think the I have a hard time seeing even the fire token sub theme, and certainly not the elemental random elemental keyword sub theme, being good or anything close to good without a stronghold that just comes in and says all of your guys have all the elemental keywords, and they all come in fire tokens or whatever yeah. it, it is. I just I. I just no amount of randomly tossing mishmash of stuff like Temple to the Elements into decks is going 
to do it. I mean, because like I said, that's now you just have a deck full of. I mean, you'd have to have something ridiculously like something that was really overpowered that like also happened to hand out elemental keywords to everybody or yeah. or something. Well, I mean, they're still going to be in a rough spot. So even if you had something that as a as a stronghold said, you know, as a trait, all your people have all of the elemental keywords. It's not like you still have fantastic keyhoes that all of a sudden that makes yeah the 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 fire the fire stuff is the one that actually has potential. If you look at the yeah. fire yeah. actions, the fire actions are actually really good destructive. When yeah. you have the fire tokens, you've got this one cast aside the week. You've got the one that's destroying attachment range for attack. Yeah. You've got the one that is, if your guy is fire, it lets you battle destroying attachments without having to bow your guy. Because if you don't have fire, then you have to bow your guy, even if you're destroying an attachment, which is just not. That's Volcano Tattoo. Mm. Yeah. And then Breath of the Heavens, which if you have enough fire tokens on a guy, actually going battle range six mm -hmm. is not shabby. And then, that, so that at least has good stuff. You're still going to have to deal with the fact that fire tokens are a way of getting free force that doesn't provide you any protection, so they're a little hard to balance in an environment where you desperately have to have some kind of protection on your guys. Mm. But I think that there's a lot more potential for fire tokens, but monks, the, the, the Tagashi are still going to be garbage in Ember War. So, that's okay. I'll just keep on hacking things with Wormbone Katana. <laughs> Uh, we're going to have Phoenix next and last, so I'm going to hand this off to Jay and Kevin to fight over. But I, but, but let me say it first, and don't, don't tell Mike because I don't want him to feel bad. You don't actually have to read the full text <laughs> of every card when you come to it. Just oh, ruin all my fun. I was going to read the flavor text. I was going to read... Uh, I was going to describe the artwork. I was going to look at the backs. Now, um... Do you have any preference for where we start here? I, I, let's just start with a group, like monks, I guess. Let's do monks. Okay, we were talking about monks, so we'll continue talking about monks just to get them out of the way. The monks get a... Uh, I think a fairly nice personality. Four fours for six gold, four on the cheap. He's only got the one chi, which is iffy, but... Our monks have lousy key anyways, so we don't care. Yeah. Uh, then we also, the, they also got the Riddle of Rebirth, which, if you, if you can find a henshin who shares a keyword with the opponent, you can get rid of the opponent. Which is bizarre. As yeah. a limited. As a limited. Free. Yeah. The, the best use, I suppose, is unique. If you can get Chitage in into play. Yeah. I, I don't see any other real good uses for it, Well, we got some other monks, just, too, didn't just we? Just making Spider monks cry? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yes. True. We're, we're getting rid of Yamazaki. Yes. <laughs> I bet you'd love that. It's a card that will sometimes just not have anything to do or not. I mean, if you can do anything, it's going to be good to do, but there are. When you, right, there it's are an be amazing effect, you... but the trigger for it is so narrow that getting it all. Could get off well, there are also yeah. plenty of personalities out there with random, like elemental keywords that we can hit. Yeah, it, you you can you can jack up any monk deck. You've got a reasonable chance of being able to hit 
any a Shugenja deck because other than Mantis, they're going to have some kind of elemental keyword, and you just have to luck into Match, your one yeah. guy who happens to have that elemental keyword. But yeah, there are going to be dope, and, all, and you can also dead. he's it, play it with Fakazo. <laughs> But yeah. what do you what do you have to be to be able to do that? A henshin. But he just eats one of your henshin, so right. now he's a henshin, but he's but he still a samurai. samurai. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So there are going to be times when you're not going to be able to hit anything with Riddle of Rebirth, but the effect when it hits is so ridiculous, you're still totally going to play it in yeah. any yeah. henshin deck. Yes. Yes, you are. And while they're not henshin, we, Kevin's right, we did get two other monks. Uh, Makito... Uh, I, I like both of these guys. Oh, they're both good. Uh, Mikito kills pretty much anything. I mean, it it has to be equal or lower chi, but well, it's still a card without attachments. Yes, sure. you can't just nuke the unit. But the destruction will not be negated or delayed. It's nice. Yes, always I, nice I to like make sure they take. Because I like killing things. Yes, we've noticed. <laughs> we have noticed. And then the other one is uh, Tokiko. Who, seven gold monk who you can blow up, battle her open to rebuy, bring somebody who is dead back into play. Yeah, and she's an experienced version of the Sawa Takiko from Samurai Edition. You brought in her own little Joe Jimbo, isn't yes. she? Yes, she is. Yeah. I like her too. Her clan alignment seems the least relevant out of all of them to some extent because she gets plus one force. Yeah. Yeah. But you mostly just want to blow her up anyway. If you're using her abilities, who cares what her force is? Yes. All right. So that's, that's the monks. Uh, you want to go to elemental distraction or you want to save that for last? Uh, Let's go ahead and do elemental distraction. Okay. Well, we got to start with our new master of fire. The most awesome art ever. Yeah. Pretty awesome art. She's, for 11 gold, you get a 5-force uh, Fire Shugenja who, as a battle, destroys a card without attachments. Yep, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I think that's pretty good. I think the dragon now need a card of, like, Miromoto Narumi's daughter so that the, the dragon can, again, compete with Phoenix and Spider, hottest goth-looking chick. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it actually... It did occur to me that you could import some of those horrible fire monks from Dragon <laughs> to use her limited ability. What limited ability? Anyways. Uh, well, you could use her limited ability with uh, Asawa Mina. No. Uh, th- no, you, you wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to use her limited ability with any of the fire people that Phoenix already has. Yeah, I think of her as a yeah, assess her based on her battle ability, and hey, yeah. if you someday when, maybe when you game want per to use tops, you'll you'll luck into wanting that ability. But um, yeah, Mina, you know, uh, you were already remarking on how you liked the uh, ninja guy who ate attachments and grew, and she seems to do that. So I approve. Yeah, I approve of Mina. We all approve. Yes. She'll happily go into my deck if I play a non-calorie-based Belmalter deck. Picture me nodding my head vigorously. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, we should include the Sensei. Yes, the Sensei pretty much just for the, the elemental destruction, because he lets you, uh, once per battle, use the equip, even if the guy's bowed, and even if they're unopposed. I think, handy effects. I think he's good. I think the reaction from other players and outside of Phoenix Clan has been a little overrated. But yeah. uh, I kind of wish he was fire. 
Because I want more fire people, but that's just me. Of course you do. Yes. Fire. Also, amusingly, if if he were fire, there would be a slight point in playing the second one, because if the second one shows up in the province, you could fling him at somebody and buy the second one. Yeah. You still wouldn't, but you could. Stop shaking your head at me. (laughs) All right, and the... Strategy for elemental destruction is a broken cipher that has weird restriction, but more or less lets you draw two cards in battle if I you play the spell. I probably won't be playing it because I end up drawing so many cards during my action phase that it's not even funny. It doesn't work if you've drawn any cards at all this turn. Oh, no, no, this phase. Excuse this me. Phase, oh, yeah. it will work in combat. Never mind. Yeah, I, I, the big thing is that you can't chain them off of each other. No. Right. That's playable. It's better than the Concealed Scroll. Yeah, Yeah. since it doesn't cost the gold. Yeah, and you just have to have attached this turn. This turn, yeah. Yeah. So you can, if you're going to be taking, going to like Cav's Sleaze or something, you can attach as a limited, go into the battle, and then while you're sitting there unopposed, draw two cards. I speak from experience that unopposed (laughs) drawing two cards is pretty good. Yes, yes it is. Like my uh, Unicorn Commander agrees from last arc. Alright, so dipping into the spells, we've got Ochi's Bravery, which is a, a fire spell. A very while weird the, spell. Yeah, while the Shugenja's fire, he gets to be a duelist and battle duel that destroys a card without attachments on the loser. It's very, very weird. Yeah, it is. I'm sure Why people... Why is it so weird? Because um, our current roster of fire Shugenja have like three key... And that's why they need to get duelist. Yes. Yeah, well, that's yeah, just one reason. Um, I mean, there's Konami's got four key, but that, she's the exception. And um, the, the, there are enough dueling decks out, out there that I wouldn't want to play it because they're going to focus against me. And don't we already have a couple spells that destroy attachments? Well, so. it, well it doesn't just destroy attachments. It destroys a card with without attachments. attachments. True. So you're aiming at their big weapon or naked guy, and if you lose, it just blows up your spell. Yeah. True. Yeah, and, yeah, you don't play it against the dueling deck. I mean, <laughs> probably got something better to do... I mean, you've got some other way to kill the the chud that they're defending with than playing that. It, yeah. You know, you can discard it. You always end up discarding anyway. Or just play Kevin and don't see him anyways. Yeah. Anyways, all right. All right, so keeping with the spells, less elemental destruction, uh, you've got Centering the Soul, which is Lightment card. After you use a ring, straighten it, and if the Shugenja's void and you destroy the card, you can destroy the card to use the ring again. Non-void ring, right? Nope, this one lets you uh, double-tap void. Oh, okay. Was it the monk that... Yeah. I'm sure it'll see some play in Enlightenment. I don't know. I'm just not hugely enthused by it. If you can introspect Void out and then run that, that's filthy. Yes. If you can if you can reliably get Void into play, it becomes pretty good because it's draw card. I'm much more excited by delving into History, which is a walk for it's zero gold cost walk that uh, gets a non-unique spell. If your Shugenja is void, it doesn't have any cost at all, right? Because you have to bow your guy if he's not void, but... 
No, no, no. You, you have to bow your guy no matter what. If they're void, they does it doesn't have to match element. Oh, okay. If they're non-void, they have to match element. Yeah, but walk was never, you know, terrible. No. no. And not having to pay four gold for it is... Plus, again, if you're looking at enlightenment, you can go delving into history to go get the walk, to go get something else, to drop air. Next up, let's do the Yojimbo. You've got Shiba Toshishugo, who's just a blank Yojimbo duelist. He's got five forests and four chi for seven gold, so he's he's a pretty stick, good. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. Usually, anytime a personality is blank, people just put like, "No, no, he's terrible. I hate him." Like the, whatever clan got him, but yeah, the Phoenix players are like, "Ooh, I mean, he, well, real a, stats, he, yeah, he, real stats." I mean, we we I mean, are a, not used to real stats. He's a four chi duelist, and yeah, and that's awesome. For, and still a Yojimbo. And still a Yojimbo. Well, if you. <laughs> better be. He's gonna I mean, actually get you played. To, you, also, you have to realize that last arc we had a 4-3 duelist Yojimbo for the same gold price. And we yes. had like four of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Each time getting a marginally better <laughs> ability. Yeah. You're like, like, oh look, now it's got an ability and she moves herself home. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he can assemble, which uh, basically... Gives Scorpion Paragons another cast aside the week, but yeah. also get, it also it's good for I mean, the Ajumba deck. Yeah, Not gonna yeah. complain. I mean, since you can hit based on the chi, highest chi you can spot plus your force, you can uh, destroy a naked something fairly. Yeah, easy. as long as you've got a Shugenjo or a Cordier out, it's gonna hit most anything, right? Probably. Yep. Probably. All right, and finally we get into the Inquisitors. Uh, Asaka Meg. Asako Megu, who pretty much just for the honor version of the deck, but seems fairly good. Getting to battle, bow, and gain to honor if they're one of the jerk keywords. Yep. Then there's admonishing accusation. Astonishing. Astonishing, whatever. (laughs) Astonishing accusation. Admonishing accusation. Yes. (laughs) You admonished. Which, you know, for the Dishonor version, I mean, they can be dishonorable, so other decks can play it, but making somebody lose honor equal to their personal honor is always good for Dishonor. Plus, for the mirror match negating political effects, political actions, always nice. Yeah, well, Stopping yeah, rhetoric. Th- no. Yeah. It has to yeah. be a political action that targets your guy, right? right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, so not target. For sure, yeah. Yeah, and that's good for anything that's a Dishonor deck. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, sort of fitting in the theme, you've got a weak poison, which, uh... How does that fit in the theme? Reduce, open, reduce force to zero. Oh, I didn't realize that was a theme. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, have you not played against a Psycho House card with top? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's great. I would totally play a weak poison for the... To pay two gold, zero out your giant Kensei, sold. But lose two honor. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you can play that if you're an honor deck. Or I don't think you would play that if you're an honor deck. I wouldn't play it in the honor deck, but I would play it in the dishonor deck. Because I, I, I don't care that much about my honor, and I can probably ret the who hit to you. I think Yasuki could probably find some use for that. Oh, oh yeah. I think they will. I think they will. And it's not like... The Asugi are friendly with the Colat, though. No, 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 no absolutely like, not. 
Hades shot. How dare you, sir? So, where will Phoenix stand after Embers at War comes out? I don't know. I like the monk's tools. Lots of enlightenment tools. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like we've, we may have reached that threshold where enlightenment is playable. I don't know that it's Kote winning, but it's not embarrass yourself. <laughs> I think somebody made the cut the other weekend with... Yeah, Donnie made the cut with an alignment deck. Which Donnie? The, it was... The one that Donnie? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Oh, that would have been two weekends. Okay. Well, I'm sitting here, so I'm thinking last week, I'm like, he was running the Kote. <laughs> no. Okay. You mean the weekend before that? You multi Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, that's from thinking like... Okay, I guess I guess that means we're done with Phoenix. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Almost there. Almost there. Stay on target. Stay on target. They came Pull from out. behind. You're not make it. Doesn't sound manly to me, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now we have the everything else. Jigoku's horde gets gigantic oni. That just kills somebody. Screen support. Downtown Tokyo. Or two. No, it's about two people. Oh, about two or kill one, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Battle, kill, battle, destroy a unit, basically. Yes. <laughs> It comes back Hard. some way, doesn't it? No. No, no it's TFT. Well, it, yeah, the, the way in which it comes back is that if it dies, it goes to your discard pile discarded instead of dead, so you can bring it back with TFT. Nice. Although 15 is still a lot. Uh, yes. Uh, and but, unlike, uh, say, Kalani's Landing, there's, TFT does not have a way to well, generate infinite. They, they also do have that Oni card that just goes, you not see this Oni. Yes. Yeah, they're... I'm not the only you're looking for. That deck has a number of really strong cards laying around. Oblivious is not bad. The other non-human card is Mara's Touch, because at least it's a two-force for two spell for your non-humans, and then you can make them cavalry, which probably works out pretty well. Hmm. You can also tack another another minus two-force onto shoot them with Shugenja. You don't have to be a non-human Shugenja to use it, but it seems really painful to use if you're not getting the plus two force bonus. If you're just paying two gold to get the option to give yourself minus two force and cavalry. to do a couple of things. Oh, can you not give yourself cavalry if you don't have you're not non-human? You can, it just costs you two You force. can, but it actually... Yeah, it's minus two force to give yourself cavalry, minus two force to range six, but it doesn't... I mean, without the plus two boost, that's... Right, it's his... Yeah. I mean, nobody plays with gaining experience really, or hardly anyone plays with gaining experience. I know that's not for Shugenja, but yeah, I mean, understood. that's just, you know, zero permanently right. get cavalry. So, let's see what other generico things are there. Since I'm not really sure we were going to, maybe Scorpion end up playing this, but there's extending influence, which, if you Shugenja is air, makes other people lose honor, and then copies abilities. The Scorpion Shugenja are air. I mean, Asahina don't really care about making people lose honor. No. But I don't feel like this is going to end up anywhere. No. I mean, does, top, does Top have. Top you've got is some air, of your guys are air. 
yeah, some of the guys are air, and we would like making you lose honor, but there's not a huge amount of abilities we necessarily want to copy. So. Scorpion, like, copy Kamioi. They do have the air she can just do. Yeah, so. I mean, I, yeah. I think Scorpion has the best use for it, but I can't think. Yeah, it's still not what great. Yeah, what what they're caring enough about? They'll, they'll probably just copy the check that dishonors you and makes you lose honor. Yeah, can we? Yeah, can we? Yeah. yeah. You can use an event to search for your sensei in Which, search of guidance. As Brian points out, lets you reshuffle your dynasty deck. Yes, although. He kind of implies that it would be good enough to play it just because it reshuffles no. your Dynasty deck. And, and I think that don't is think so. <laughs> I mean, I, I think if I had one of the really good Sensei, I would rather play that than a second copy of the Sensei. Hmm. Due to their singularity. But I don't know that my Sensei is good enough that I'd want a second copy. Uh, a one and a half copy. Not, I don't feel a need for a... No. I think I'd actually rather run a second Sensei, honestly. Because then it's a, because if you get your sensei before the event happens, then the event is guaranteed to. Well, you it, you at least get to shuffle your deck. Right. You still you still get the bonus. Although if you're shuffling. getting if you're getting the if you're shuffling it way late in the game, right. that's yeah. I mean uh, the, the the only disadvantage of running the event instead of the second copy is if you see the first copy first and he dies. Yeah, and then you get the event, and you're like, right. oh, I wish this was just a second. Yeah. Yeah. But otherwise, it seems better. See, we've got Seeking the Question, which just put in the play as a kata and then get to use Jurgen's Guidance. Yeah. Yeah. It seems pretty good. Better than that, though. Because it's any deck. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just about anybody can play it. I I honestly don't know what the correct thing is to look at. I don't know what the default correct thing is. I I, I just love that for Enlightenment, it's half a void. Play it as one. Take the action is another. <laughs> yeah. Halfway that's, to Void. Don't save true. Void on it. If, so, yeah. yeah. If I've got two, hey, I just, just drop Void. <laughs> yep. Then you, you put it into play again and take the action again. Exactly. Yeah. And then we've got Unstoppable Strike, which um, in the land of irrelevant things I've learned is, is really obnoxious stoppable. and sealed. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, it wasn't, it's, no, it wasn't stoppable at all. Because you just like waited to something like you're out of actions now? Okay, now I put unstoppable on whatever yes. happens to be straight. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. If you have attachments, yeah, it's really sometimes hard it can be really them. hard to deal with guys with attachments. Right. I mean, there I mean, are going to be other times then when it's very easy to deal with your. I mean, like, okay, I at least get one bow action. I know who would or... love that card. Kaede. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes. I think if you have any kind of redirect. But still, you have to have the redirect up to... Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like there are certain decks that can certainly make use of it. And then you just have to play it intelligently. If it's like, oh, I have no way to not be bowed. I know you've got a lot of bow despite my attachments. You just don't play the card until you think you've drawn out everything they're going to do. Yeah. And then... Uh, or you're like, you're just going to have negate to it all anyways. Testing on that is. That one I think is just... It's, it feels really hard to eyeball and know what yeah. to make yeah. of that. Right. It's either going to be really good or really bad. Yeah, my, my gut says it ends up not being as scary, but then, you know, someone's going to use it to Wait. kick my Kensei anthill over, and then I'll... <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, it's, it's just such a Kensei strong everywhere. effect. That... Yeah. 
Let's see, there's a couple of farm Ashigaru cards, which, you know, maybe someday. <laughs> but but also, not today. No. So, for any kind of random defensive deck, you've got Searching for Answers. I think you could, that could be in any kind of deck. Even some military decks would play that. You could. Uh, the sort of the problem with searching for answers to me is that what's going to happen is I search for answers. My guy comes into play. My opponent takes an action to jack my guy. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I am done. It's not coming out of play. It's not coming into play out of a province, so you can't even proclaim it. Also, it wouldn't presumably wouldn't be your turn if you're the defender. True. That's, that's the other thing. Yeah. yeah. That's the other thing. You know, it just occurred to me you could use one action, two strikes with. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You can one action, two strikes, and then go pop, and and unstoppable. Yeah, I was talking about that earlier. It was, but you have to have that specific card. Mm. There's two specific cards to get it to work. Yes. What else did I have? Oh, yes, and then the bite of winter, which is put it into play, and then anybody who's all those guys who want to attack you get minus one force until your opponent bows their stronghold. Doesn't seem like it'll end up getting mm. used. No. I mean, uh, I mean the the best use I can think of it is is very very bad Shirochugo meta because it makes them bad. I mean, is yeah. it, isn't there a card like Searching for Survivor that gives all your problems plus one four strength or something like that? I don't and nobody that nobody, plays nobody plays searching it. Searching for Survivors. It's Searching for Survivors that's was a, a CE card. Yeah, that's a card, but it doesn't do anything like that. I don't. I, it there there it, it has an alternate action unless you put somebody into your province from your discard pile. There's the one that is yeah. All right, so it's bad. Let's go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Family so library. Random cards you might play in a military deck or might not. Rata. The Gaijin cultist, uh, who you know, he, has to, he has to have performed kill, an action that killed a guy, he has and to then kill he somebody himself. Fun. Yeah, so that's, oh, there aren't there really. Any, has no keywords. Yeah, nothing. with no keywords, that's yeah. There really aren't hard. any. I yeah. have it on good authority from Joey that he's in the top percentage of all Radis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now people do seem excited about low market since it's basically. Open, open attach open, something with well, for two less. Yeah, but yeah, more importantly, it's like yeah, open. Produce two gold to pay for an attachment. Yeah, I hear that's good. That didn't help me win a Kote at all. It, it would be, <laughs> although, where would I fit th- again? Where would I fit this? I would love to have more than. I would love to have more free gold. To, I've been uh, I've been thinking about putting in uh, crane scouts because it's just free gold for attachments. There's the preceding reputation that we mentioned earlier. So yes, your scorpion paragons. Yep. Might be able to bow, guys. Now, Murderous Thieves, I, I think, is interesting because we've definitely the seen the rise of the free follower. And we've seen that it is actually at least somewhat playable to have one card provide followers for two guys that do nothing else other than be followers. So Murderous Thieves gives you protection for one guy and then can let you melee three, which kills free followers and, like, crane. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's fair. It, it, it kills lots well, of it, I mean, personalities. It kills, I mean, it kills a lot Kitsuki, of the... it kills Bayushi. It also kills um, all the, most of the four gold cost followers. Because most of them are four for three. Yeah. Yeah. But is that. Is it going to replace Ashigaru Elite? It doesn't feel like it would. Like the protection is more important than being able to melee three. Honestly, it feels like a, a limited card, a, like a sealed card to me. Yeah. And this is another one of those. 
How foolish is the governor to let all the other non-Mantis and Spider clans? They're just gonna in. get mugged anyways. Just stay at home. Uh, the it's cycle, you. the cycle of vengeance. Another anti-dueling focus effect. And another open straighten card. Straighten yes, unit. Battle open straighten your unit. Yeah. 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 Opening open straightening units is good, but I already have <clears throat> a number. Yes. <laughs> Well, I don't even. Two. I mean, I'm setting aside creating order, which of course every deck is. Do, do you think by the end of the arc, if you for some bizarre reason really wanted to, you could play a deck just battle open straighten a unit? No, but you could play a deck that was either battle or open. I mean, you could play an entire deck of battle straight mm. or open straighten or some combination. I don't think you could fill it all up with battle open straight. A guy. Ruin all my stupid plans. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess. Well, I guess maybe it depends on. Ever. I guess it may depends on. You know how many of them are different theme keywords? Like, are you willing to play True. with a Kensei one and a this theme one and a that theme one? Because those could add up. Yeah. You can already play with this and a Yojimbo's Duty and Ready to Steal and Creating Order. So you're already at least at 10 that say Battle Open Straighten a Guy. Ring of Air, that's 11. Paid off. I'm on my way. Yeah, paid off. There you go, 14. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and only one of them is theme specific yeah yeah so uh lady matsu's rage which doesn't really have anything to do with uh the lion it seems like an interesting set of effects that is not quite enough to to get it done the stay and play effect is really randomly meta there's sorry no at any cost for you they can't feign death no shadow dragon he does yeah it stops the shadow dragon it does stop the uh the big Oni. It, it feels like something that might get more, that might have more targets to metal later. It, yeah, but uh, again, yeah, the celestial threshold is yeah, just like, so. Yeah, 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 no, that's the it stay is. And play effect. That's yeah. just there. I think you'd bring this one out, and then probably pretty quickly you're going to be the battle ability using the battle ability, which is not bad because it's, it's like you are bowed, and you are staying bowed. Yeah, but again, there's. Feels like there's too many options for that to end up using. Uh, a card that I think is more interesting is Village Raiders, follower 446 gold. Has a tolerable battle ability of melee 4 attack, but it gives your guy Conqueror. Mm. Yeah. And I don't know if it's as good as randomly having a dude with Naval, but randomly having a guy with Conqueror, the first guy with Conqueror is really important. Yes. Yes. Well, and especially if you're already playing big units. I mean, if you're playing Kensei, having your Kensei get back up for the defense or for the retribution, yeah. I don't know that I'd play the six gold follower in Kensei just for that. But yeah, I don't, I don't commander. know, I don't know that you want yeah. to overload on. <laughs> I don't know that super overloading on one unit is necessarily the right play. But if you just, you just, if you just have a decent personality and you slap a guy on him and and you slap the village raiders on him. Now that's a guy that all by himself can rat. He's always there for defense. And you're not going to be able to fit a follower into Kensei. You've got to no. have the, the weapon. I, I don't know that he ends up getting played because, you know, he can still just get shot in the face. Uh, and he's not cavalry anything to let U Unicorn run around he's and abuse stupid. him. But I, I would not be surprised if he ends up being playable some way. And this is why I, you know, I mean, I, he's got Shadowlands, but I don't put him in Spider, because yeah. they already have Conqueror, and it doesn't matter if you already have Conqueror. You know what? Who might actually get a lot of mileage out of him is Berserker. 
Because mm. with four force, as we were saying before, with the weapon, that puts you right over the threshold of one guy soloing a province. Well, yeah. But, but a lot I, of the guys are by themselves already over the threshold of soloing a province. But, but yeah. still, yeah, it, it it's protection you for your there. guy yeah. and your... Now you've got, you know, 11 or 12 force sitting there on the defense. I will take Haruma Nakaru, and I will put a Village Raiders on her, and I will laugh. Yep. Uh, and then there's a variety of meta effects. Growing hostility, which jacks freeholdings, and then says that there will be no more freeholdings for the rest of the event? game. It is an yes. event. Hmm. So it seems hard to use. It seems hard to, to dedicate one of your small number of event region celestial slots to just messing with freeholdings. I mean, it blows up small farms. It blows up money lenders. It blows up um, the weird little forest and fortifications. Yeah. Well, and the um, God, basic lesson. Yeah, that's. Yeah. I think that's that, that's a big deal. Yeah, it shuts down basic lesson because they it destroys any that are in play, and if they play another one, they have to pay for the holding, and then they have to they have to pay for the action, and then they have to pay for the holding. Okay. Yeah. Sounds right. Yeah. It, it's just such a narrow sort of effect, though. It does not have any effect on prosperous village because it only looks at base gold cost, so it doesn't blow it up, and Prosperous Village doesn't change the gold cost stat. It yeah, just changes how much you have to pay, pay for it. Right. And Growing Hostility just puts a minimum on the gold cost stat. So I have to pay one for my five gold producing holding? Dang. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I, it's a nifty meta effect against something you can see wanting to have meta against, but it just seems too narrow and on an event, which, you know, shows up who knows when. Show your small like, farms. Oh, on turn <laughs> six, I blow up your holdings, Mantis player. Oh, wait, uh, Harumi's already killed. I feel yes. like it should just be named Salting the Earth. <laughs> and then you've got the Scorpion Wall is finished, which is one of a couple of anti-card draw meta cards that resulted in some people flipping out about how they we're going to hose Enlightenment terribly. But, uh, like, the Scorpion Wall is finished. God doesn't for, matter because no one's going to play with it. That they should put it in Enlightenment meta that nobody's going to play. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, as far as the history of Enlightenment meta in this game goes, I'd much rather that than Doom of the Brother Brotherhood. <laughs> Doom of events are generally nasty, yes. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, traditionally, Enlightenment is so difficult to meta against this is annoying as hell meta, but I would much rather this than that. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it stops... You, you don't ever have to discard cards, which... I, I mean... That doesn't seem to come up that often. Well, yeah, it stops uh, the dragon and when phoenix it happens, things. It stops yeah. the... Disrupting communications. Disrupting communications, yeah. It just doesn't do quite enough. It stops Kensei from playing mod... from using multiple modifications in one turn. Or um, modifications and uh, hundred fold cut. cut, yeah. But again, yeah, just For interesting meta effect, just not a broad enough application to do mm. something. And your opponent knows that it, right? They, it, it's they can there, play around. So they, but, yeah. And it's the same thing of it's an event. Yeah. yeah. Now, indecision, on the other hand, I think has a much greater chance of getting played because it's got a got a random ability. Move your personality in to be as opposed straight to him. That's about as weak as movement gets, but at least it's got some sort of ability. But the the anti draw 
meta car meta effect is a reaction. So your opponent doesn't know it's coming. They just I use my yeah I hundred full cut, then I use my modification, and you're like whack, discard two cards. Although oddly, ironically enough, you can if you have the scorpion well is finished, that stops your opponent from using indecision again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The scorpion well is finished has the the flavor text about the dark secret that the crab and the scorpion have. Ooh. They have a uh, twelve-legged progeny abomination. They have a pool that they haven't taken care of in like the three years. Is that scummy and nasty. Is Paneki's disgrace. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think he's a tactician? Distant reaches, forest, attachment meta, Kitsune might run it in because it's just another free forest to use mm. for their ability and bowing attachments does not suck. Especially during open face. Yeah, no. Yes. In, well, in, yeah, that, that's when it does. In, in the sealed, uh, the sealed I had it and it was quite nice to be like, oh, you attach some followers? Let's keep them yeah. down. Thanks. So, I mean, I could see it being a one of in Kitsune. Yeah. It doesn't feel like I, I, it would I'd, get out of that. Yeah, as, as a region, I just don't see it finding room anywhere else, even though it is a re- relatively strong effect. I mean, of course, well, also the problem is, as a region, they're like, oh, I really don't want you to bow my stuff. Let's go attack that province first. Right, well, and there's still region meta, and the, um, one of the biggest things is that most people are not running followers, they're running weapons, so it's annoying to get your weapons yeah, but bowed. but it doesn't shut down your force. Right. It doesn't shut down your force like it would for followers. Yeah, armor of the Urawashi, anti-melee attack, which your guys probably got a high enough force to not be too concerned about anyway, right. and it stops send home. These are things that are not bad, but they just don't seem like they add up to a playable package on yet another three for four. He's <laughs> no, well protected. At the same time, I feel like we we may have with this reached the point where you have enough armors that are three force for four gold, give you a little something extra to be able to play an quote-unquote armor deck with the Kote promo. You only armor on a personality, right? That is correct. Yeah. Right, but you the the main reason to be do, running that the armor package is to run the Kote promo that says, oh, you're trying to kill me? No, thank you. Why do I get this premonition that there's going to be some bad like crab version of Kensai involving armor? <laughs> but they've got the personality that just says, I'm going to give you an armor. Yeah. Yes. I, I mean, I think you would be better off balancing between armor and weapons so you can stack more on a unit. I think there's enough armors that are three force for four gold that you can make that deck if you want to. I don't know that the bonus of uh, negating one card that negates death with armor is enough to make that deck worth playing, but I think you've reached no. the threshold that you could, could. build the deck. Yeah, I mean, and I'm sure there are some crab players that are be like another death negation sold. Yeah, well, and I mean, and gift armor gets played sometimes anyway, including right. sometimes yeah. in berserkers. So, and armor of the heavens will only get more valuable as dishonor and honor get as dishonor is added into the mix, along with honor. So, uh, we've got stuck in Rokugan, just because limited Jack of Celestial. I guess you could use the. I mean, you, I mean, the other thing is open, straight, and holding. But I, I don't see how this will ever. No. Pillow book. <laughs> oh. I thought they didn't do Deep that type of thing in this Deep game. Diary. 
Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't see that. Good meta against that other um, meta we just talked about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I don't... Did we have an answer yet on how that interacts with Taishu? I don't think we did. Not to my knowledge. I think we For were which? waiting on... Taishu, okay, that one reduces your opponent's hand size by one to a minimum of minimum seven. of seven. So it can so like multiple pillow books together clearly aren't going to do anything. But what? How does it interact with other effects that just flat out say minus opponent's hand, hand size. size is minus one? So if I have a pillow book out and your hand size is reduced to seven, and then I play another effect that says your hand size is reduced by one. Are you down to six, or does the pillow book say, whoa, I, I can't contribute to something that reduces you below seven, so you're still right. at seven. Right. Uh, and it did not seem to have a square answer in the rules. Mm. So And of course, we'll, it's too, ans- too early for the rules team to weigh yeah, in. Answer here, right. Yeah, so not that it matters, because no one should play pillow book. Nope. Yeah. Which won't Taishu. stop them, but still. Taishu, yes. Pillow book, no. Uh, and then we've got a couple of uh, nice little meta cards here at the end. Inexorable. Yes. Uh, not yes. quite fall on your knees. Thank you. Yeah, I, I'm really happy to see Inexorable, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and a lot of people were complaining because like, oh, no, it's reaction, reaction. But no, it's really just one level of reaction. Yeah, because Inexorable is not itself negation, so you cannot use an Inexorable to stop an Inexorable. And then the question will become, in, okay, so who is actually playing? What deck is it that's going to squeeze in inexorable? Because, you know, you think I back... Think it's going to be honor. Yeah. Yeah. Just to make sure that their that, junk gets that, through. Yeah. That, that, yeah. That, that guy that's attacking your province goes home. Yeah. Yes, in the face of our next other meta card, the Snow Has Teeth, which is meta against Send Home and province strength boosting and, and terrain. trains. But you got you to declare it ahead of time. Yes, so it does a lot, but your opponent knows it's there and be like, okay, well, I will just not play my train. Drop my Ring of Earth. I will not play my. I will really not play my Flooded Pass. Well, it's, even so, it's still just a really strong effect to say, oh, your first thing doesn't count. Because, I mean, I had problem at Knoxville against a Unicorn where he made it to the. Because it's Unicorn, I've only got one defender. He's making it so that my first action doesn't count. So he just killed my guy before yeah. I get the second action. Yeah, and that's that's Own be using consideration to laugh yes. at you maniacally. Pretty yes. much, yeah. He he likes doing that. Consideration. Yes, I yeah. I give my cab guy three fours, and you can't do anything to him. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I, we had a couple of battles in ours where it was like multiple guys had considerations up on them. We'll be like, okay, so we're just not going to mess with you for right now. Or, um, what's a useless ability? Range cursed three. Relic, range three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've done the yeah, yeah. Cursed relic range. Okay. Right, but, but I mean that's a different thing. When as the honor deck, it's more of how many warm bodies do I have there? That's how many actions I get. <laughs> so, yes, because they're all going to die. Yeah. So yeah. taking making one of my actions ineffective is really annoying. Yeah, and depending on the situation, in, in a lot of situations, inexorable is just going to be totally fair because negation is amazing tempo. And yes. so when you're playing inexorable, you're just kind of bringing it back to status quo of, yep. Player playing an action. Your tempo. If yeah. more people were playing entrenched, 
I would expect maybe Mantis might do it to make sure their naval got to make I sure mean, their naval hits. You but. might see it in some military decks too. I mean, I know that uh, spell military has a lot of like send home effects, and those are really aggravating. Yeah, I mean, no, no, no fear canceled. does in fact exist. Yes, I can hundredfold cut and stop stuff from dying, and people probably wouldn't. I'll go. Although, other than sniped ranged attacks, there's not a lot that most oh, military steel. decks are. Good. Well, well military. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. As far as the military deck playing it, it doesn't do anything to the Berserker Stronghold, though, right? Because it's just stops the delay. Right. The delay. Like, yeah. yeah, and it doesn't stop redirection either. Yeah. So, I hear I'm those not things worried are good. You know what else is good? <laughs> going home and going to bed. Yes. Yay. So, for Mike Cook, Kevin Kennedy, and Jay Earl, I'm Chris Stevenson. You've been listening to Strange Assembly for way too long. For a very long way time. too long. Enjoy your burrito. You've been listening to Strange Assembly. You can download more episodes of Strange Assembly on iTunes or from our website at www.strangeassembly.com. While you're at our website, you can check out the frequently updated main page or talk with us on the forums. You can also email me directly at chris at strangeassembly.com or you can follow Strange Assembly on Facebook or Twitter. Strange Assembly, either place. Thanks for listening.